My name is Andranik Eskandarian, and you are listening to Tim Melly Talk. Salam, Khoshamadi. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Tim Melly Talk. I'm your host, Artif Tehari. Great to have you back with us. And for this edition of Tim Melly Talk, to talk about the group that Iran has been placed in for the 2018 World Cup in Russia, I am on the phone with Omid Nazari. As you all remember, he was a guest on our show before. And he's also played before for Team Ali, the national team of Iran. Omid, welcome back to Team Ali Talk. It's really a pleasure to have you. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be to be in the show. So thank you. All right, Omid. Before we get to the main parts of our agenda, I understand you just had a very successful season with your club team in the Philippines. I believe your team went all the way and won the Philippines Football League. I think your team is called Ceres Negros. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. It's, it's been a good football year for 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 the club. Uh, we won the PFL Championship. Uh, we won the AFC Cup, uh, our zonal. So it was a big year for, uh, for our club and for Philippine football. So... Yeah, it was a good experience this year. Awesome. Excellent news. So what is your next step now? I mean, I see that you've spent some time in the Philippines. Are you going to be staying in the Philippines a little longer to keep continuing playing football? Or are you trying to look for a team somewhere else? Yeah, I uh, I actually signed another year there because uh, now we... Because we won the championship, now we're going to qualify for the Champions League here in Asia. And uh, our spot in AFC is already secured. So uh, I want to experience that this year. So that's why I signed. And uh, now it feels like my second home. It's real comfortable to be in the Philippines for me. And I got some relatives there, which is nice. But uh, yeah, so another year I'll be staying in the Philippines. All right, so does that mean, like you just said, you're going to be having the opportunity to participate in the AFC Champions League? So is this a warning to teams like Perspolis and Esteglal? <laughs> well, uh, we first of all, we have to qualify, which, which isn't that easy. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, we just have to uh, do our best now in the qualifications. And who knows, it's football, everything can happen. Maybe we end up playing Champions League or at least we'll be in the AFC Cup, so that's okay. All right, so let's get right to it. Recently, the World Cup draw was held, and on that day we saw Iran drawn into Group B for the 2018 World Cup in Russia, and Iran has been grouped with Portugal, Spain, and Morocco. My question for you, Omid, when you saw this group, was it normal for Iranians, you think, to have that first reaction of, how are we going to get to the second round? Uh, yeah, of course, it's a very tough group. Uh, like you said, like Portugal, Spain, you always see them go uh, far in the World Cup. And now even Morocco, they didn't even concede a goal in, the, in their qualifications. So it's a tough tough group but but it's football so anything can happen you know Iran did a good qualification they have a they, they they also have a chance you know so but it's a tough group 
Now, in your opinion, Omid, you've been around Team Eli before. You were on the squad for a few of the World Cup qualification matches for the 2014 World Cup in Brazil. You know Carlos Queiroz. You've played for him before. You've been at the trainings. You've been at the practices. You know what he's good at. You know his strengths. In your opinion, what are the biggest keys for Iran to be successful in the 2018 World Cup? Uh, the biggest keys would be the defensive play, I would say. They, they've always been good defensively. So, uh, yeah, if they can just keep that up, it will be a, an imp- that will play an important role in the World Cup, I think, yeah. You know, everyone talks about the defense. We know Carlos Queiroz has brought in excellent, disciplined defense to Team Eli, the national team of Iran. But when we look back at the last World Cup, you know, Iran tied Nigeria 0-0. They had that amazing performance against Argentina where they barely lost 1-0, you know, that heartbreaking goal from Lionel Messi in stoppage time. Then they lost 3-1 to Bosnia-Herzegovina. So, you know, while we're on the topic of defense, we understand defense is very important. We know that's what Carlos Queiroz has brought to Iran. But my question for you is, is it time to see Iran play more offensively, especially with Saman Godus part of the team? And as we all know, Team Ali also has Sardar Azmoun as a very dangerous striker. Yeah, it's like you say, they have a good uh, quality in the offensive play as well. So... um... They shouldn't be scared to attack to play some offensive football because uh, like you said it's there is Sardar Azmoun and then you have uh, Samon Godos and uh, Ashkan Dejaga you can't forget him and we have also Kariman Sarfar who plays good in the in the league of Greece so um, they have some uh, good qualities up front as well so why not and with the way we've seen things happen with Team Eli, you know, when I watch them play, it's like I'm making comparisons to other sports that I watch. But, you know, I'm not going to get into the other sports because we're sticking to football here. But the things I'm talking about is that is like we imagine Team Eli being successful in the World Cup. It seems as if, though, everything has to go perfectly to plan. You know, tight defense, burn the other team on counterattacks. In your opinion, do you think it might be a bad idea to change the tactics a little bit? I mean, will that really leave Iran exposed against dangerous teams like Morocco, Portugal, and Spain? Well, first of all, to uh, succeed in this group, it's like you say, everything has to go as planned perfectly. And uh, yeah, I don't think they should like change too much because now everyone is used to how they play. So Jay, they should just keep keep going how they do it, but maybe change a little bit, maybe, yeah. You know, I definitely understand your response. In my opinion, it's one of those situations where, like you said, Team Ellie probably shouldn't change too much of their tactics because, you know, someone else could say, just, you know, throw the players forward. You got some dangerous players on offense. It can be done. You know, it's going to be really tough. You never know, like you said, you never know how things can go. I feel like it's one of those things where if Iran doesn't have a good performance, that maybe people are going to start criticizing Carlos Queiroz. But in your opinion, do you think that 
there's no room to criticize Carlos Quiroz if he comes to the World Cup with a tight, you know, defensive discipline? First of all, no, I don't think uh, there's no room to criticize him because he's been doing great, uh, great games uh, with Timely since he joined. So he's been uh, qualifying for World Cups and uh, he's been doing good. So I think like everyone by now should have trusted him. And also, Amid, with this group, when you look at the teams, you know, Portugal is obviously a good defensive team. I mean, they won Euro 2016 being one of the most boring teams to watch win a major tournament. Then you have Spain, which they define defense. And even Morocco, they have some very good, talented players on their team. I mean, you said they didn't even let in any goals during qualification. So does this group have the ingredients to be possibly one of the most lowest scoring groups in the 2018 World Cup, especially that Iran is coached by Carlos Queiroz? Uh, possibly, yeah, it can be, but uh, Spain always always play a good offensive football, but uh, when it comes to uh, Portugal, I can agree on what you're saying. They play a little bit, well, it's not my type of football. Uh, and uh, Morocco, I've just seen the statistic. And, uh, yeah, so it's like you say, it can't possibly be the group where they where they score the least goals. <laughs> you know, last time you were on the show, I had maybe a couple difficult questions for you. You know, the one I'm going to have for you, it's not going to be nearly as difficult as that time when I asked you, you know, who would you cheer for, Iran or Sweden or Philippines or anything like that? My question here for you is, who do you think is going to be the most influential player for Iran at the World Cup? I know we know it's a good amount of months away, but off the top of your head, you know, maybe your instincts. Who do you think is going to be the most influential player for Team Ellie at the World Cup? Uh, that's a hard question, actually. Uh, I like Ashkan Dejaga, but uh, he's been without a club now for a long time. Uh, but he's good. He can be one of them. Sam Angoras, I really liked how he played this year. I've uh, I've read a lot about him here in Sweden and uh, seen some games. So he's been really good as well. Um, yeah, Sardar Azmoun, he's good as well. But uh, yeah, I would those three, I would say, would be the one who can influence influence the game for them. We are getting closer to wrapping up this edition of Team LA Talk. Omid, once again, I do appreciate you taking the time. It's always great to have you. And you know, while we're still on the topic of the World Cup, and as our listeners know, you know, you grew up, I believe, in Malmo, also the same city as Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And now there are some rumors. People are saying that it, maybe it's possible that Zlatan Ibrahimovic might make himself available for the 2018 World Cup. You know, he already retired after Euro 2016, but we've seen this song and dance before. You know, some star players say they retire, then they come back. Do you think there is a possibility that Zlatan Ibrahimovic might make himself available for Sweden at the 2018 World Cup? Uh, yeah, I've seen some news about it. I've seen it, but... Uh... Before he has been saying that he won't come back to uh, to the national team anymore, 
And uh, what I know usually when he says something, he's he's a man of his word. But uh, a World Cup, it's tempting now. Sweden haven't been in a big tournament for some some years, so of course it's tempting for him. But uh, if I would guess, no, I'd, I I wouldn't say he would be in the in the World Cup. But you never know; it's tempting, like like I said. Omid, I'd just like to thank you for taking the time for joining us on Team Millie Talk. It really was a pleasure to have you. I hope to keep staying in touch with you as we get closer to the World Cup. I also plan on keeping tabs on you and how you're doing with your team, Saras Negros, in the Philippines Football League. As you mentioned earlier, you will be participating in the AFC Champions League. That will be very exciting for you. My last question for you is, is it possible that you might be in Russia to go to a few games to watch Team Ellie at the World Cup? I would love to. I would love to. You never know. You. I would love to go to Russia and watch watch some games, watch Timely if I get the possibility. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. You never know. All right, everybody. That is it for this edition of Team Ellie Talk. Thank you for listening. Make sure you're showing us some support on social media. You know the handle at Team Ellie Talk. We're available on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Omid, once again, thank you for joining us. It was great to have you on Team LA Talk, and best of luck to you with your club, Saras Negros. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.